0: Part 12 of The Military Journals of Two Private Soldiers, 1758-1775 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by FNH The Military Journals of Two Private Soldiers, 1758-1775 By Abraham Tomlinson Part 12 July The 1. Nothing remarkable this day. The 2. Ditto. The British again hurled some shells into Roxbury on Sunday, the 2nd of July, but the extent of the damage was setting fire to one house, which was consumed. The 3. Ditto. George Washington was chosen Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Armies on the 15th of June 1775. He set out for the headquarters of the army at Cambridge on the 21st, reached there on the 2nd of July, and took formal command of the army on the morning of the 3rd. The 4. There was a flag of truce come out of town to our sentry on the neck. The 5. Nothing worth a mentioning today. The 6. Nothing remarkable this day. The 7. Early in the morning we were alarmed and all of us repaired to our alarm post and we had not been there long before we saw Brown's house and barn on fire, and they were both consumed. A party of volunteers under Majors Tupper and Crane attacked the British advance guards, drove them in, and set fire to Brown's house. They took several muskets and retreated without loss. These were set on fire by some of our brave Americans, and they took one gun and two bayonets and one halberd. The Eight, Nine, Nothing Remarkable The ten, About 11 o'clock, there was a party of soldiers sent to Germantown. It is impossible to identify this place. A letter dated on the 12th says, We have just got over land from Cape Cod, a large fleet of whale boats, etc., etc. The place alluded to in the text was probably near Boston. To get some whale boats. They marched down there that night. The next night being clear, they set out for Long Island and arrived there in short time. Then they plundered the island and took from thence 19 head of horned cattle and a number of sheep and three swine. This party went from Roxbury camp. The report says that they brought from Long Island 15 prisoners, 200 sheep, 19 cattle, 13 horses and 3 hogs. The prisoners were taken to Concord. Also 18 prisoners and amongst them were three women. The Eleven Nothing Remarkable This Day The Twelve Major Tupper and his company returned to Roxbury with their prisoners, and the same day there was a party drafted out to go to Long Island to burn the buildings there, when they were attacked by the King's troops and had a smart engagement. The party under Colonel Grayton, mentioned in the preceding note, but we lost but one man, and he belonged to Captain Person's company of Stroughton, twenty miles south from Boston. The Thirteen Nothing remarkable this day. The Fourteen NOTHING REMARKABLE UNTIL NIGHT, AND THEN THERE WAS A MAN KILLED AT THE MAIN GUARD WITH A CANNONBALL. THE FIFTEEN, SEVENTEEN, NOTHING REMARKABLE. THE EIGHTEEN, NOTHING REMARKABLE THIS DAY. A STRONG PARTY OF AMERICANS TOOK POSSESSION OF AN ADVANCED POST IN Roxbury, UPON WHICH THE BRITISH KEPT UP AN INCESSANT FIRE. THE nineteen, WE HAD AN ALARM, AND WE WENT TO OUR ALARM POST AND STAYED THERE ABOUT ONE HOUR and could not discover anything, so he returned to our barracks again. The Twenty There was a man killed who belonged to Captain Batchelor's Company in Cole Reeds Regiment. He was killed by a gun's going accidentally off. He was shot about seven o'clock, and died about nine o'clock the same night. His name was Wood, belonged to Upton. Upton is thirty-five miles southwest from Boston. He was about twenty-four or twenty-five years of age the twentieth was observed throughout the camps as a day of fasting and prayer before daylight that morning a party from heath's regiment landed on nantasket point set fire to the lighthouse and brought away a thousand bushels of barley and a quantity of hay the twenty one twenty four nothing remarkable the twenty five our regiment with four more were under arms and marched towards cambridge to meet general ward The twenty-six, General Heath's regiment moved from Dorchester to Cambridge, and General Ward's regiment moved from Cambridge to Dorchester and took General Heath's barracks. The twenty-seven, nothing remarkable this day. The twenty-eight, ditto. The twenty-nine, nothing bad. The thirty, being Sunday we had an alarm and went to our fort. This was a very strong quadrangular work. On the highest eminence in roxbury it had four bastions and in every respect was a regular work it is now well preserved the embankments being from six to fifteen feet in height from without the same day there was a party of men drafted out to go to the lighthouse and major tupper was commander of the party on that day the british five hundred strong marched over the neck and built a slight breastwork to cover their guard the american camp was in alarm all day and that night the troops lay on their arms. The Tories in Boston were also alarmed, for they dreaded an invasion of the city by their exasperated countrymen. The Thirty-One This day Major Tupper and his men returned to Roxbury with between thirty and forty prisoners, some regulars and some Tories, and some Marians, Marines, and had something of a battle, and we lost one man and another wounded, and our men burnt the lighthouse and took some plunder. The British commenced rebuilding the lighthouse on Nantasket Point. Major Tupper, with three hundred men, attacked the working party, killed ten or twelve men, and took the rest prisoners. He then demolished the works, but before he could leave, some armed boats came to oppose him. In the skirmishing that ensued, fifty-three of the British were killed or captured. Tupper lost one man killed, and two wounded. Though was an alarm the firing began first at the floating battery, and then at the breastwork and then the troops marched out and set the gorge tavern on fire a party of british troops sallied out towards roxbury drove in the american pickets and burned the tavern which was situated upon the portion of the neck nearest roxbury and men took one prisoner and the same night one of the enemy deserted and came to our sentries at dorchester point and brought away with him two guns and two cartridge boxes and sixty rounds of cartridge all in good order and there were several more deserted to cambridge the same night august Dominer, seventeen seventy five the one the floating battery when the british built their breastwork on the neck the sunday previous they had a floating battery brought into charles river and moored it within three hundred yards of Seawells point went up towards brookline fort the brookline fort was on Seawalls point between roxbury and cambridge it commanded the entrance to charles river and our men perceiving her move they began to fire at our out of Colonel Reed's Fort until they drove her back to her old place. The same day they fired from Roxbury Hill Fort and it was said that they fired through their barracks. The Two Nothing remarkable this day. The Three Ditto The Four Nothing remarkable today, only I went to the main guard and the enemy fired at us as we came up. The Five Ditto. The six. Being Sunday, nothing remarkable at night, I went on the picket guard. The seven. Nothing strange. The eight. Ditto. The nine. Nothing remarkable this day, only I went upon fatigue. The ten. Nothing strange, we had a great rain. The eleven. There was three men whipped for deserting, and they were whipped ten stripes apiece they belong to the connecticut forces the 12 nothing remarkable today i went upon fatigue to dorchester the village and church of dorchester was 4 miles from boston the heights of dorchester are in what is now called south boston end of part 12 recording by fnh please visit www.bookranger.co.uk